Welcome back in to Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. As you see on the commercials that, as our colleague Casey Patrick has noted, are not that bad. Stick around through them. It's not, they're not, you know. It's, it's, it's worth sticking around, especially when, after the commercials are over, you get a chance to hear from Teresa Walker who joins us now on the show. Teresa, how are you? I'm tired. It's been a long week, and next week is looking even longer. <laughs> it's it's not going to get any easier with, with all, of course, the draft on its way, the Grizzlies in the first round, and if they keep doing what they did last night, it's it's not going to be an easy way. <laughs> I wonder how many times folks had to rewrite stories last night. Uh, and and then of course the Predators are in their last week of, of the playoff push. So yeah, you're right. It's it's a tough week for you. Well, I'll say this. There's a reason why I don't uh write my story too early. Uh you know, after 30 years I've gotten a good feel for when it's, you know, when it's soup and you know, now I with that big of a lead, I might have done some writing at halftime. I mean, sure, I would have written some stuff and, and had something set up. But that's where, you know, you, you got to be a pro. And when there's a collapse like that, guys, I actually wrote something like that. In 2012, the Grizzlies blew a 27-point lead to the Los Angeles Clippers in game one of their first-round series. The Grizzlies went on to lose that playoff series. And, you know, it's it's, you know, having seen it, you know, teams can say, yeah, we're going to come back. We're going to fight back. That's a gut punch, okay? You know, the Grizzlies were up 16 going into the fourth quarter of that game. And, you know, it just, you know, to watch it slip away, the Grizzlies lost by one. The Timberwolves not only, you know, blew a 20, uh, what, 26-point lead in the first half, 25 with three minutes left in the, in the third quarter. They were up uh, going into that fourth quarter, four shots made. I mean, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, an all-star, he's just kind of disappeared in these, these last two games. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just interesting. I, I saw, you know, somebody who does radio in Memphis, uh, Jason Smith. Mo, you probably remember him from when he, his days with the commercial appeal. He tweeted that it was a soul-snatching victory. I can't disagree with that. And it's up to the Timberwolves to prove that it isn't. It's tough to think that it's not. I, I think Jason is actually absolutely right. Soul snatching is a great descriptive, I think. And, and you know, as much as the athletes are going to tell you it's just one game, it's just one game, I, I don't know. That's 25 in the fourth, and, and you give it up like that. that it's got to be tough psychologically to bounce back from that. And if you're Memphis – You've got to feel 10 foot tall and bulletproof at this point. I mean, what's it take to beat us? You know, we were down 25 going into the fourth and one. John Morant, Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson Jr. played horribly. Uh, And John Morant, as bad as he played, still had a Mm triple-double. The first in postseason history for the Memphis Grizzlies. So, you know, that's the thing. And And he said it. He goes, I didn't play good. You know, they were thanking their teammates for picking them up and having their back. And, you know, and, and yet he still ended up with a triple-double. You know, it, it's kind of absurd. That, you know, I looked down at the stat line and it's like, are you kidding me? 
you know, and that that goes to show that the Memphis Grizzlies, you know, they may not be the shots may not be falling, but they're doing the other things, you know. And and Ja was handing the ball out. You know, the, the Timberwolves seem to have really made a commitment to not let him drive the paint and get the point. I mean, he led the NBA in, in points scored in the paint this season, and we saw it. I mean, he drives floaters, dunks, you know, little weaves and in and outs and layups and such. Uh, he just dominated in the paint, and yet. You know, they've been trying to stop that. So what I saw him doing later in that game was, all right, I'm going to drive, I'm going to dish. And, you know, he had an incredible drive, and then he kicks it out to uh, Desmond Bain for the tying three in the corner. I mean, you know, that's that's somebody to, you know, showing that, okay, my shots aren't falling. This is what I'm going to do uh, to get things going. So I'm really curious to see what the what is going to go you know how they how the Timberwolves adjust, and if the Grizzlies can start a game better than they did last night, because you know that's the only thing they didn't do well uh, was start the first half and the second half better. And oh, by the way, this game was in Minnesota. Yes, and and Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. In fact, Carl Anthony Towns was caught on video saying they're in Minnesota now. Uh, they're in our place, and Anthony Edwards talked about how they got to come to our crib, et cetera. It, it's very interesting. It's just you know, and now they 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 they're down two one, and you know that's I, I've I, I've been covering the NBA playoffs for a while now. Uh, I remember once the Grizzlies had a two one lead, and you know the the Oklahoma uh, paper had a headline, Mister Unreliable, you know, dinging on Kevin Durant. He came back out the next game and single-handedly changed that entire series. Now, could the Timberwolves do something like that tomorrow night? Absolutely. I mean, they've got some talent over there. You know, uh, Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, you know, uh, up and down that roster. I mean, Jade McDaniels is a guy who kind of gets ignored, but he was drafted the same class as Anthony Edwards. They've got the talent. Now, can they come out? You know, uh, John Morant put it on, on Thursday. It's like, you know, we ain't ducking no smoke. We run up the chimney. They ran up the chimney last night. And can the Timberwolves respond? Tune in. They tip off tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Do you, do you think, where? well, let me put it this way. Where does this rank in fourth quarters in NBA playoff history? I mean, for a team to finish on a what forty something to eighteen run, it's got to be up. There. They outscored them fifty to twelve at one point, I, you know, or something like that. I mean, it, it was just absurd. I haven't seen any rankings, but it's like that was just talk about flipping a switch. It was a little insane. Well, it's the same thing that happened in it's really the same thing that happened in the second quarter. It was just like for whatever reason, come out of the locker room. <laughs> the Timberwolves were on fire, and then I guess reality set in, or the Memphis Grizzlies flipped that switch, and boom! Next thing you know, they were, uh, you know, making the making a comeback quickly and erased a couple of twenty point plus deficits. So, pretty impressive, no doubt. There, Teresa Walker, the sports editor of the for the Associated Press here in Tennessee, joining us now on Main Street Sports today. And Teresa, we want to talk also about a couple of things with the Predators, obviously. Uh, big got some help last night from the Calgary Flames. Thank you, Calgary, uh, beating <laughs> beating Dallas and uh, leaving the Preds now. I guess three points ahead and for that first wild card spot. And 
obviously this is a big week for them uh, starting this weekend at Tampa Bay and then back home for Minnesota. It is huge. It does feel, let's put it this way, it feels much more like the uh, Predators are uh, going to clinch a spot than you know, certainly after, you know, last weekend, I did not think that. So, um, you know, and in fact, I was over at Predators practice today uh, working on a uh, story on UC Saros, who, by the way, is just tied for the uh, most wins by a goalie in the NHL. <laughs> You know, so if you thought if you were worried about the secession plan for Pecorine, don't. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, 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 and here's the fun thing with their schedule. It, you know, this is this is going to be an interesting challenge. You know, their their regular season finale is at Arizona. So they could potentially be looking at a trip from uh, go to Arizona and then go to Calgary for the start of a series there. But here's the thing. They play them beat them 3-2 Tuesday night. They host them again Tuesday night, final game of the regular season at home. And then they go to Colorado and Arizona. Um, you know, they're sweating it out. I remember a couple other seasons where they kind of sweated their way into the postseason and, and surprised everybody. Anyone remember 2017? They literally were the 16th team in out of 16 teams into the NHL and made a run to the Stanley Cup final. I'm not saying that's going to happen. God knows it would make my life easier if that doesn't happen. Uh, because, again, remember the other team we were just talking about? Um, but, uh, you know, this is the thing. You know, they, they played their best against the best. And, you know, they're going to have a chance to show it here in the next five games. Well, they're going to have to because, like you said, they are playing the best. You've got Colorado in there. You've got Calgary in there. You've got, of course, this weekend, Tampa Bay and Minnesota. All four of those teams have better records than the Predators. Meanwhile, the Stars are at home all week. They've got Seattle 26-44-6, Vegas 42-31-5, Coyotes, uh, Phoenix 22-49-6, and, and then Anaheim 30-34-14. All of those teams have worse records than Dallas, and they're at home. So you have to take care of business on the ice yourself because you cannot expect Dallas to lose more than they win of these next four games. Oh, absolutely. And that's the thing. The Predators have a game in hand. You know, they've played 77 as opposed to 78, and they've got two points uh, in hand on top of the, the, the uh, Stars. So that certainly helps. But, uh, you know, that's the thing. Nothing is assured until you're in. And, you know, the Predators, it's, you know, how do they handle the pressure of, you know, stepping up to that? Having had a couple of days off, I think, will help and then it doesn't hurt that uh, you know after they play you know this is a challenge you know they, they've had three days off they practice today for sure uh then tampa bay back home against minnesota day off calgary day off travel to colorado boom boom back-to-back games this isn't an easy finishing stretch for the predators they're gonna have to show what they can do if the last time they played back-to-back games is any indication now granted I don't. I feel like St. Louis is really good, but so is Minnesota. Do you think the Predators send UC Soros out twice in a row? That I would, after the most recent experience, I'd have to say no. I mean, Big Save Dave is going to have to come through for you at some point, right? <laughs> let's go, Dave. Um, let's go, Dave. I mean. You know, that, that's what he was signed for, and, you know, that's the thing. If you can't trust him to play the first or second in a back-to-back, 
then Connor Ingram better be up here in a hurry next, this fall, okay? Um, so, yeah, um, sometimes you, you pay the price, and, you know, we'll see if that ends up costing the Predators but or if they can find a way to, you know, outscore whatever their goalie might give up. So. <laughs> Speaking with Teresa Walker of the Associated Press here on Main Street Sports today, Teresa, we would be remiss if we did not ask you once again. Well, before we get away from the Preds, I guess. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, um, going going over to Europe to start the twenty two twenty three season looks like they are. Yes, and apparently there'll be a scrimmage against SC Burn, which, uh, by the way, you know, surprise. Uh, Roman Yossi used to play for him, so it's going to be almost like old home week in a way uh, for, for Roman Yossi. Matthias Eck almost telling us that that's a two-hour flight from Sweden, so he's expecting family and friends to be coming to Prague to watch them. And, you know, this is something that, you know, with the pandemic, it just kind of disappeared. But, you know, it was kind of announced back in 2019, and then it just disappeared in, in COVID. So, you know, we're back on target, and things are looking pretty good. And, uh, yeah, these should be some fun games that, you know, I think that, uh, you know, all the players who are, you know, from Europe are going to very much look forward to the chance to play an NHL game in front of family and friends. I mean, who wouldn't, right? Yeah, makes sense. Seems like it would be pretty exciting. Now, um, we talked the last time we spoke with you regarding the trade, I don't want to say rumors, but trade talk, I guess, around receiver A.J. Brown. Now, I think since we talked to you, Debo Samuel has declared that he wants to be traded by the 49ers. Um, Where do you think this situation between the Titans and A.J. Brown sits at this point? I mean, is it, it surely it does not get to that point. I can't imagine. I mean, it's a matter of getting paid. And, you know, while I can understand A.J. Brown wants some more, and, you know, that video made it clear. He he thinks he wants he, – he's made it clear, that apparently, on that video that Titans are offering no more than 20, and he's wanting much more than 20. You know, here's the thing. The Titans don't have that money just yet. Give them till June 1st. I mean, John Robinson said yesterday, uh, you know, Vin Marino is a whiz at the cap with his pencil. The problem is the reason why they hired him away from the NFL office to begin with. He knows the salary cap. But you have to be able to, uh, you know, have the money. And until June 1st, when the Julio Jones cap money comes back in, you, you, you can search under the cushions. But, you know, even, it, even the slightest cap-friendly deal is still going to cost more than $2 million this year. So, or sure seems. And, oh, yeah, there's a draft next week. So it's like maybe put in a call to his agent and say, dude, seriously, we're, 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 you know, let us focus on the draft right now. Okay. You know, he's going to get paid. Is it, is it going to be Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams money? No. Is it going to be Christian Kirk money because the Jacksonville Jaguars have more money than sense? No. <laughs> um, is it going to be a good number at some point? Yes. And he's going to be paid, but you know, I, 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 listen, we all get it. You know, when we know we've got a big bonus, we worked a lot of overtime, and we know that check's coming on Friday, don't we all want it as soon as it can hit our bank account? We get it. He's off right now, essentially. It's the off season. They don't work that hard, even, you know. So he just wants to be able to have his money and have that security. Don't blame him a bit. But patience. It's okay. 
And, you know, little advice to AJ, it's okay. Stay away from social media. <laughs> or mute yourself on social media. That's that not, way that's people, not advice you know, to, you, you AJ, can not see what people are saying. Yeah, that's yeah. good advice to everyone, not yeah. just AJ. Stay away from social media. Don't don't press send. Um, I woke up this morning. I am on a text string with a couple of good friends that are that are Titans fans, and one of them texted something hypothetically. But I I, I was less than half awake when I saw it, and it said AJ to the Jets for all their picks next week, and I thought it was a trade that had been made in my sleep and and talk about a rude awakening you panic yeah but the, yeah, the, the jets do like have not to freak you out yeah the jets do have nine picks in next week's draft so i mean the titans don't have that many needs do they have needs that you know maybe uh, you know oh god yeah <laughs> the, ask the new orleans saints how well trading away an entire, an, an draft, entire draft class does yeah, yeah. for a franchise Especially a franchise like the Titans that, let's just say, the last two draft classes have been a little thin, certainly compared to 2019. They need the picks that they've got. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> okay, is, okay. This is a challenge. This is – Okay, yes. but if any team was but, dumb enough to do it, it would be the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. That may be so. But here's the thing. You're a week from the draft and everybody just, this is not fantasy football. It's the NFL. And what you can think of does not mean that it would fly in the realm of the NFL. I'm just saying. There you go. I I feel quite confident you're right, but it's, I guess with it being a week before the draft, it's kind of um, the silly season, so to speak. So, Oh, it's very silly. It's silly. Social media has not made this easier, especially not people videotaping people and putting that out on the social media airways. It's like just a reminder, you know, uh, anybody can record you wherever you're at. So maybe don't say some things out loud. And there you have it. There you go. Teresa Walker. Teresa Walker of the Associated Press joining us here on Main Street Sports today. Teresa, rest up because um, looks like it's going to be a long week. Gentlemen, long week. I don't know after, when I'll have another day off after Sunday. And, uh, and I'm, I'm going two weeks out because think about this. Second round starts maybe May 1st and for the, the Grizzlies if they advance. And then you've got the, you know, the Predators potentially in the playoffs starting in May. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, um, maybe middle of May, I'll get lucky. I'm just hoping at this point that I can have mother's day off. Well, we'll, we'll make some calls. We'll, we'll, we'll call, uh, we'll call Lawson and make sure that if, uh, if he needs to call in sick for you, that we can do that. He, he, he's practiced his coughing <laughs> enough that, that we can make it work. <laughs> Oh, uh, intern two has uh, celebrated Mother's Day with me at FedEx Forum in the past, so it's, <laughs> it's nothing new to him. Hey, that's that, there's nothing wrong with that. Could be worse. I mean, yeah, it could most certainly be worse. So there you go. That may have been the Mike Conley mask game, guys. Oh, well, I mean, that, that was a that was a an interesting, almost debacle. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, real quick before we let you go, um, the week after 
I guess the Saturday after um, the 14th, that's the first home game for Nashville Soccer Club, right? No, uh, first home game for National Soccer Club is May 1st. And as I've told the media folks over there, sorry, uh, <laughs> our, somebody else for AP is going to have to handle that. I'm a little busy. Gotcha. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. Teresa, we appreciate it as always. My pleasure, guys. And, uh, you know, check in with me next week. Well, you know, we'll, we'll see if we can find a time. I mean, I hope to sleep sometime next week. <laughs> well, Just kidding. We'll, we'll, do our really. best, we'll do our best to help you out there. Just tell him you're on the Thanks, air with guys. us and take a nap. Sounds good to me. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you then. Thanks, oh, guys. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll tell you what are we looking forward to this weekend because there's a lot to look forward to. So stick around. Main Street Sports Today comes back after this.